Hello and welcome to Hobby Homies. We are your weekly tabletop podcast. I'm Shane. As always, I'm hanging out with Fox. Cheers, friends. Cheers indeed. Today, we are diving back into a little series we like to call Unfamiliar War Games, mm. uh, where we dig through the archives and find some games that we don't know much about, and hopefully you guys don't know much about either. Um, and I guess more importantly, hoping that the other doesn't know what we you know what we've been looking at so yeah that's yeah. it's quickly becoming my favorite series for that reason because i know jumping on i get to be a listener for a little bit and <laughs> hear you talk about two games that i've probably never heard of and if i have i probably don't know much about them that's what we and, aim for yeah, yeah. and yeah. as a as war gamers we just froth that especially you yeah. and i little hobby oh, butterflies yeah. that's right any new system we've already got our atm cards out ready to go yeah they yeah i they do still call them acm cards they call them i don't know if they have acms stuff. anymore <laughs> yeah oh, cash is, yeah cash is dead they've got uh, uh, we've got our phones out with our rfid chips ready to go oh of course of course <laughs> except um, one time i was in the service station and i uh left my wallet at home and it took me longer to set that up on my phone that would have been to drive home get my wallet and drive back again uh, but only once next time it's on your phone so <laughs> true there you true. go and that's our tip for today but yeah. don't leave you all at home <clears throat> this episode before we get into it is brought to you uh fine listeners from our amazing patrons um and you can be one of them if you, you would wish. you should be honored to be one of them <laughs> that's a lie but we're honored for you to even consider it that's um, right. we've got some tiers that start at two dollars go all the way up to 15 different rewards and prizes not prizes is that right anyways uh kind of what do you call those things that rewards. you give it's a different thing anyways incentives <laughs> i don't know have a little sus you can jump on hobbyhomies.com click the patreon yep. button and have a little sus all i mean we always put that money back into the podcast be it giveaways uh oh that's basically it that costs everything yeah yeah or um sometimes we buy a new tech and we yeah, play that's true. That. Well, Churchy probably around with that. We just yeah, exactly. We don't see it at all. Look at the lights on it. <laughs> <laughs> what does that do? Churchy says, "You shut up and sit in the booth." Yeah. <laughs> Fade to black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So again, uh, yeah, check out Patreon if you'd like. But uh, Fox, I want to know what games you've been digging through. So the first one, uh, I'm super excited to talk about. So this game is called. Halo Ground Command. Shivers down my spine when you mention that H word, man. I frost Halo like from back back in the day, Xbox Classic. Yep. Combat oh, Evolved, man. baby. Oh, me and Churchy played Heroic and, and, and uh, Heroic Legendary, clocked it. Yep. Yep. We, I think we cried. Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, that, it was emotional. Is it, is it that last level where you're in the Warthog and you're trying to. Yeah, are you're, you're racing to down the Pillar of Autumn and you're like yeah. jumping through and then you like run onto the Pelican and. Oh. oh. That's one of them gaming moments. That is um, when boys become men. I'm sneezing. <laughs> I'm sneezing with excitement. Yeah, Why else would you sneeze? Yeah, I've never sneezed for any other reason. Um, so you're right. This is a yeah. this is a sci-fi mass. Excuse me for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, beer is the cure for all ailments. Uh. I feel better. I may sneeze again. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yes. Spoilers. <laughs> so Halo Ground Command is a... Yeah. So look, it's it's as amazing as it sounds because it is Halo. Yeah. They're not ju- it's not a different Halo. It is the Halo, the Halo franchise. Halo. Yeah. yeah. So it's a sci-fi mass battle tabletop 
game set in the Halo universe released mid-2016. So, quite mm-hmm. recent. Um, yeah. It uses 15 millimeter scale like oh. Covenant and UNSC models, which are the two opposing forces released. Yep. So, imagine little square bases akin to what you would get in Flames of War. Yep. Uh, but it's instead of got little troops on it, it's got three little grunts or an elite and two grunts, some jackals, you know, some little UNSC forces. Yeah. The original set that was released was the Battle uh, the Battle of Reach. Reach, so, yeah. Yeah, it was Reach, but I can't remember what they called it. Anyway, so it was it was those UNSC um, marine type things versus yeah. uh, the more primitive covenant. Not primitive, but you know. You know. Yeah, yeah. The old school grants and, and yeah 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 um the vehicles are not on bases so you got these cool like ghosts and warthogs rolling around oh, man. um it's incredible and 15 millimeter so it's it's made for that bigger scale you know yeah yeah so which is actually different to what i would instinctively think of a, a halo game now a little bit of us talking about halo is going to assume people kind of know what it is mm. but it's just uh it's the game that came out originally with xbox it was there yeah it was the xbox game like yeah yeah, that was the reason i mean i know that was the reason why i begged my parents to buy me an xbox for christmas yeah i actually (laughs) knew she's got one can you get one for me (laughs) that's it and like i was in the first wave of people getting the xbox so it was like i remember it came with two games you got to it was halo and you got to pick the second one from a list of like three because on release there was only a handful of games yeah and Dead or Alive Three was one of them, which was the combat oh, game. Yes, I had that and one too. That game was that game's phenomenal. And so when yeah. it came out, I was like, Stewie, you can have Halo if you want, and I'll take Dead or Alive Three. He was like, Yeah, sure, whatever. He's <laughs> like, What's Halo? I'm like, I got no idea, man. It's got a guy on a gun with it. You yeah. know, we played a ton of sci-fi games. I was just like, Here's another, uh, just another sci-fi game. But yeah, yeah, it's anything but. It is the game that made the Xbox. You yeah. know. Uh, there's there's like seven of them now, and there's a new one actually coming out that looks incredible uh, at the yeah. end of this year. But anyways, we're not here to talk about that yeah. Halo. We're talking about the tabletop <laughs> game. Yeah. Um. So those who know what it is are going to be ex- insanely excited about this. Um. Those who don't may find some interesting things in it. So mm-hmm. the game has like wraiths, ghosts, jackals, grunts, warthogs, Spartans. It's every Halo fan's wet dream. Yep. The figures were an interesting mix of metal and plastic. Just, okay. Yeah. So, originally, like, the troops and stuff were metal. The Warthog yep. was, like, plastic with a metal gun. I think they had a few different guns that could go on the it's, back. Yeah, that's kind of old school. Like, that was a, a thing for a while, especially with a lot of, like, GW stuff. It was, like, the body was metal and the arms were plastic because the arms were, like, an upgrade or something like that. Yeah. So, interesting so- they did that. This company's obviously gone for like the most cost-effective options, like yeah. they had to in the old school days to save on funds, because like no one yeah. wargamed, you know. Mm. So straight off the bat, I can hear people. This is what I was asking myself: Who produced this game, yeah. and why the heck haven't I heard of it? For those yeah. who haven't heard of it, well, the game was produced by Spartan Games, uh, who in 2015 had announced they had a licensing deal from Microsoft Games to produce halo themed tabletop games okay that's huge yeah like imagine even just six years later now today oh, yeah. if some yeah. company announced that it's you big. know privateer yeah. press or 
not GW. Um, trying to think of another company. <laughs> yeah, it'd be the same if, if Mantic, like Mantic yeah, said, like yeah. we're making Blizzard stuff. You know, like exactly. It's, it's massive news. Yeah, it's an insanely huge, popular franchise and IP yeah. that a company's grabbed their hands on. And Spartan Games weren't massive at this time. No, um, they were. They had a, a, a few good games with a bit of a player base, but they weren't like yeah. you know the type of company you would expect to snag bloody halo yeah 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 um so spartan games gets this deal and produces immediately produces halo fleet battles which was a a space game depicting the events of halo lore using halo vessels from the halo universe that's cool It, it was it's very cool the ships look incredible um and a year later they then released their ground assault game called halo ground command yeah. So grab the license in 2015, immediately make a um, fleet battle game, then a year later make their ground command. They're pumping this thing out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, they also had, Spartan Games also had like surprising freedom uh, in their model design, but also worked closely with 343 Industries, which is Microsoft's Halo. Uh, what do you call yeah. that one? That sub- subsidiary? Company? Yeah. 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 And they actually got designed new vehicles not previously seen in any Halo canon. Oh, okay. Spicy. So this company, this slightly small company, has now, they're working with 343 yep. and are actually expanding on the Halo universe within their tabletop game. Oh, yeah. So many companies would not would not let that fly. Like, it's no. like, you, you don't fuck with our stuff. Like, you make what we've got. You know, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy that Star Wars allowed to get like a video game to make up an entirely new story and make it all canon, like new yeah. races. That was that blew people's minds. But this is nutty because this is yeah. smaller than a video game. So to allow them to have that, yeah, I was crazy. I, I was blown away by that. Yeah. So they're pumping it out. They're working with three four three. Then in 2017, only a year later, they shut down. Oh. Spartan Games shut down due to not being able to service its liabilities. Okay, so made them they made promises they couldn't keep. Yeah, they they were in debt and they were yeah. just they were hemorrhaging money. So the company yeah. made a statement about a heap of different factors, but to me it sounds like they were completely they completely overestimated the costs involved with taking on a huge license. Yeah. Or they overestimated the success that the just the Halo name would bring to their small company and their small okay. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why am I talking about a dead game, Shane? <laughs> why are you talking about a dead game, Fox? Well, I'll tell you, because it isn't. <laughs> it the isn't? Com- nah, the company that made this game is is definitely gone, and yeah. the game is out of production, but the scene for it is arguably better than ever. So you just hype me up only to smash me back down again because like i thought that someone was bringing it back and i'd be able to go into a store and order it <laughs> well shane keep the seatbelt on because this roller coaster is going to keep going so <laughs> halo ground command uh actually like lives on now yeah because it has an insanely thriving facebook group of enthusiastic gamers that share a print and play version of the game okay. so there's there's stls for all the models yeah. Um, meaning you can SLA print all the, like resin print any of the miniatures that you need. Yep. Um, and then the rules for them are they're updated, errated by the community. Oh, wow. Balanced okay. by the community. And if, if you don't know a resin printer, I mean, check out the Goblins Forge. Yeah, um, absolutely. 
one of the friends of the podcast. He'll he'll yep. print them out for you, hands down. Yep. Um, and for a fee, there's members on that same group that will do it for you if you're not Australian or you know postage would be too much to get it from the Goldman's Forge. Yeah. Um, so the Facebook group has three thousand members. Wow. And they've got a community rule book and balanced tweaks. Yeah, it's in, it's incredible, man. There's one bloke called Vincent Colburn who I just want mm-hmm. to give a quick shout out to. Looks to be one of the key drivers of this group. He created from scratch all the STLs. Um, and they're up there for free, by the way. So you just go to files on their Facebook group. Yeah. <clears throat> go to their OneDrive with all the STLs for all the units so that you can print and play this game straight away. Download the PDF of the rules. Bada bing, bada boom, you're playing. You're playing Laughing. ground assault. Yeah. 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 Um he also organizes some cool community events like Grunttober, which is finishing up, but people just painted grunts, which was cool. Oh, Very cool to see them. Yeah. He puts together units, cards, and things like that. One member of the Facebook summed up nicely when he said, who wants to start a GoFundMe for Vincent's back surgery? He'll need after single-handedly carrying this community. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, and after all I was reading, you know, I was like, yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I'll I'll chip in on that. (laughs) Poor dude needs a second spine just to hold the first one up. (laughs) Um, So I don't know. I'm kind of one of those people, right, that's like if the game, if the company that makes the game is no longer making it, I don't really want to play it. Yeah. Com- yeah. Community rules have never really interested me and until I looked into Halo Ground Command because now you've taken away, it's all accessible. The, yeah. ex- the access isn't an issue. If you want to buy original models, don't even think about it. People charge like $200 for a couple of jackals. Wow. Yeah. Or $700 for a used copy of the the starter box. Yeah. 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 That's insane. It's nuts and you don't need it because the models that Vincent made, they're incredible. The files are awesome. I uh, I would, sorry to interrupt, but no, I, I would probably be more inclined to play a game like this. It's been, it's been resurrected by the, the community because like for one, they're not going to be making the rules around selling models, right? Like we all know- exactly. Yeah, like we don't need to say the name, but we all know there's one particular company that does that, right? They make their rules it, like around Breaking selling our games. Oh no, <laughs> just yeah, I'm just kidding. Graham never does that. No, no, but, um, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> but like, yeah, so yeah. These, so you're not going to be like, all right, well, obviously I'm going to need X amount of these guys. Oh, but you know, there's only four in a box, and they're and they're hundred dollars. You know, like so yeah. it's it's everything's going. And I mean, the fact that it's free, but like. Yeah, or free STLs only paying for the printing, but yeah, yeah, like the fact that the community is doing all that, like you're not going to have that sort of issue, I think. No, okay. in fact, that like you mentioned, that's what makes it more enticing. It's like yeah. now you've got people working on the game whose th- their only motivation is their passion for it. Yeah. So there's yep. no monetary value. You know, they're not trying to release new rules just to keep it vibrant and fresh. They're not trying yep. to shift power so that old units are now good. Uh, I mean, sorry, bad units are now good. So you go and buy them because you never had them before because they're bad. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. not jumping on that merry-go-round. They're not a, a big problem this company originally had was they bought this new IP and, and they were forced to make stuff yeah. for this Halo game because they're losing money if they're not. Yeah. But then the old two games that they had were sort of dying down and people were getting quite annoyed. So they went back to that, right? Their attention was shifted and all over the place and they've got stakeholders yeah. and 
all that kind yeah. of stuff. This community, yeah. they're 100% all in on making this game as fun and available as they can because they love it more than you do. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that's what entices me about it. I'm like, well, it's all, and also, you know, it's not going to go out of production tomorrow. No, it's <laughs> it's already been there, and it's yeah, it's on life support indefinitely. Yeah, <laughs> as long vegetable. as there's yeah, it's a vegetable <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just, just don't go pulling the plug. <laughs> nah, nah, that's it. Someone already tried, yeah. and they they were like, oh my gosh, this vegetable is sentient. <laughs> it doesn't need the plug. That's exactly what this game is: a sentient yeah. vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, but. Love it. It's awesome, man. And just like, it's kind of a casual vibe to it, right? You, yeah. You can make campaigns for it. There's no pressure to follow any particular, like no one's going to run a tournament in store except for no. you. I mean, they have local meetups over there in the States for this game from this Facebook oh, yeah. group. Yeah. Um, and when it was pumping, it was getting played at Adepticon and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah. like, I kind of like that casual nature where it's like, Let's just throw down and kind of tweak some rules if we want. And, you know, yeah. there's no pressure or expectation for us to meta stomp or prepare for these upcoming, you know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Nah, sounds, it, sounds sick. So, what's the Facebook group called? Or the Facebook. Uh, so, go to Facebook and just give it the old Google Halo Ground command. Okay. So, we're going to Facebook and we're Googling yeah. Halo Ground. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. We'll so, go open Facebook and then get a different tab <laughs> into Google. Right. Halo Ground command. <laughs> Halo Ground command, Facebook. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. And then go back to Facebook and type in the search for Halo Ground command and see which one gets you there first. Okay. <laughs> Efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But jump in there, have a little look. You'll see all the cool stuff people are printing out. Um, the Wraiths. Um, which are like the big vehicles. Big oh, it's tanks. just cool, dude. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Hell yeah. And you can scale it up and then um, they've got a secondary Facebook group that you can jump to through this one mm-hmm. that's like a 28 millimeter skirmish version of it. Of, oh, okay. Yeah. Which nice. Is, which might be cooler, but probably less supported is the mm. trade-off, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, because Halo, the game, was always fought in, like, little skirmishes, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, as as playing the uh, the protagonist, you were always on your own most of the time. So, like... Yeah. That's... But, like, before before all that happened in the war, you know, there was big, big battles. You yeah. Know, like, where yeah. a whole bunch of Marines were going against the Covenant, you know? Like, yeah. in, the, in the war, you were just, like, one of the last ones left. <laughs> yeah. So, and, in the game. So, yeah. And this is... Because it's the precursor to all of that, this has no named characters, it's ju- which is great for immersion, yeah. right? Because you can just make this scene up. And you don't need no Master Chief. Nah, there's no Master Chief. <laughs> you are the Master Chief. The <laughs> mechanics, I didn't even talk about the mechanics and I won't um, because you can just go check out the free PDF on yeah. the Facebook group. But their sound, the cards for the units are, are nice and clean and concise. It's a great game. It's quick. It's hard hitting. Nice. The company originally designed it to be played in under 90 minutes. Um, wow. Of course, you can make it bigger yeah. and play it all day. But yeah. um, it does have that real quick... I watched a, a video where like turn one, he threw two warthogs up on the flank and shot into four tiles of grunts, which was like, I don't know, one, two, three, 12 grunts. They're yeah. all gone from that. Wow. <laughs> turn one, all of them dead. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. Positioning is yeah. everything, uh, hard hitting, fast. And it's Halo, dude. Need I say more? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, nah, that sounds that sounds sick. I know I'll be checking it out. 
Yeah, let's do it. I'll, I'll get um, the Goblins Forge to print this a couple of two small factions. Hell yeah. Play, we'll play on a little three by three and we'll just... Do you prefer Covenant or... Me, uh, you know me, dude. I'll play it either. I'm honestly, I am as true to 50-50 as I can be. <laughs> Excellent. That's all I need to know, dude, because I'm playing Covenant. So right. I'm 50-50 right on the Covenant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Can't wait, Sweet. dude. Sweet. So... Yep. That's my two hours on my game. What do you Get got for, for my me? I'm so excited, man. <laughs> How many four minutes? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. So, so the game I'm talking about is is Sludge, or it's called Sludge War. I see you taking your headphones off there. <laughs> you had enough? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, do, do you need me for this? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll hang around. I, got, I haven't got much on. So, <laughs> so Sludge, I... I'm going to have to give old mate in the Discord, Vumu, a quick shout out here because he put me on a sludge. Yep. Um, it is a fantastical take on the Black Powder era. So we're talking knights, um, muskets, um, mounted like cavalry, swordsmen, stuff like that, crossbowmen. Um, but it's set in a dark universe where there was this massive world tree that sort of that held all the world together and um, and and in the in the law 300 years ago the the lands be, began to break apart because um of these like magicians or uh, arcanists they called them were harvesting what they called the heartwood which was like the roots of this tree right so, yeah greedy kings and arcanists harvest, harvest the heartwood from the roots of the world tree despite it being forbidden and um the heartwood gave them technologies like uh incredible flying arc ships and, um, wow. and stuff like that um, but now the world has become an, like an endless um, network of different islands connected not by by oceans but by like roots and branches. Very um, cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically like a tangled mess and and um, some of them like last remaining fertile lands become become like devastating battlefields um, mm. as, as they each each kingdom fights for supremacy of those you know of those lands. Um, that's very it, cool lore. Oh, yeah. It, it is sick. And like the, the models. So basically what you do is you buy historical miniatures um, generally from that sort of black powder era, like yep. um, 1600s to like 1800s maybe. Um, and then you can convert them into, you know, into whatever you like. Um, I've just bought myself some Prussians. So they're late 1800s Prussians. They've got like pointy hats. It's kind of like just before World War One, but they've still got like musket rifles, right? They're not like cool. not rocking like uh, Garands or anything like that. You yeah, know, yeah. M16s or anything like that. But um, yeah. <laughs> so the game appealed to me because of the um, the alternate history kind of thing. Like I froth that. Like anything that's like, this is kind of like what it was, but it's there's a spin, you yeah. know? I, I I dig you know I dig all that shit. I do. Um, that's why I picked my second game. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, um, and like yeah, so it's like this this cruel universe with like arcane kind of like magic involved, but like not like you know casting fireballs and stuff. More like um, yeah, I don't really know how to explain that side of things properly. But and then also multi base, yeah. like so miniatures oh, cool. multi base. That's that's gonna be cool. Um, so it's got this cool uh, hobby aspect to it, the converting and the scenics yep. on the multi base as well. Yeah. What yeah. you said, 
you, you say so you grab black powder era models and you convert them with whatever you like what kind of stuff are you throwing on them oh so people just throw like um like just different like heads like so they like won't use like the standard like helmets they'll have like kind of like fantasy style like overdone helmets or or like um yeah so they don't like they don't convert them up like hardcore like it's more like a soft kind of conversion yeah okay so they'll just, just like yeah just a little like flavor tweak. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty yep. much. Just so that you, you can't be like, oh, they're just like red coats, you know, from, yeah. like, from like the um, American Civil War. You know, you, you change yep. them up so they're not glaringly obvious as to what they are. Yeah. Um, Do you reckon yeah. it would still it would still be okay, like kind of still flavorful just to throw like maybe you're a historical player, you grab your red coats, throw them in there? and Oh, easy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like you can make up the law for whatever you like um, yeah. on them, you know, just because, yeah, they look, they're like if you've painted them up to be pure historical, like you could still easily chuck them in there and like, they wouldn't be out of place. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. You That's just, cool. Yeah, you just make up like whatever law you want to to fit them. Because um, I imagine – oh, no, you go. No, no, you, you go. go. I was going to say I imagine historical players are like – I like sci-fi players. You've just got a heap of these historical minis made for probably your main two games. Yeah. Which focus on the black powder, you know, the Napoleonics or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then anytime you find a game where you can also use those. Oh, yeah. And yeah. like throw a bit of a twist on it and a different flavor. So it feels like you, you, you're playing an entirely new and fresh game, but yep. you haven't had to do any extra hobby for it. Yeah. So it sounds like it appeals to them as well as people like you who are like, give me an excuse. Yeah. It's aside from playing Napoleonics, which you don't really want to do, to yeah. be able to play this cool, you know, fantasy esque yeah. game. With, with these cool miniatures, exactly. Like yeah. it, it must be hard for like a lot of people that do get into their like history uh, war games, historical war games, because like you're painting up, <clears throat> you know, like yeah, red coats, and it's like that's what they are. You can't use them in any other in anything yep. else except for a historical set in the same time period, you know? Like, yeah. And it's got to make sense. Like you couldn't have them fighting, you know, if it's if it's from the American Civil American like um, war, you couldn't have them fighting over in like Africa because it doesn't make sense in the law, yeah. you know? How'd like, they get there? Yeah, exactly. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. mean, I don't know, everything works. But yeah, like to, to find an excuse to use these miniatures, which can be so like particular like mm, where the uniform changes from the decade um mm. to use them in something else must be i don't know it must be appealing to a lot of historical players yeah um but um yeah like in this game it uses um a, like like it's called gore right and, and it is what it is it is gore so it uses these tokens to rep- represent the chaos on the battlefield um and and the horrors that soldiers face so Wow. Whenever a unit suffers a wound, you place a certain amount of gore tokens down next to it. So that can represent, you know, like them getting like limbs blown off or, or hacked off or whatever. And, and then that affects their morale sort of phase. Um, so again, I'm Fair. not going to get into the rules because like we're not going to teach everyone how to play these games. I'm ready. We probably Teach don't me. know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got the rules, but man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that that was really cool too. Like these different tokens that people place down, like just covered in blood. You know, like yeah, uh, and and that and um, that's a that's a fresh take on what is a, effectively a morale esque yeah uh, mechanic. You know, that's yeah. a very cool thematical touch on it. I like that. Oh yeah, and morale can be so like dry sometimes. It's just like. Okay, I roll. Did the you dice. lose units? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I lost units. X amount, run away, and it's like, yeah. 
okay i'll just yeah. take what's table but this yeah. like yeah i think it just adds it just freshens that up a little bit yeah <clears throat> Um, there's also a, a really good blend of different unit types. Like there's magic users like sorcerers and arcanists. There's um, light and heavy cavalry, field cannons, um, infantry like line infantry armed with like muskets and crossbows, swordsmen. Um, oh, there's like you know like using that. That's different to to me. All that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, and that is and that is so appealing too. Like. Um, the the blend of yeah magic and and history and um, like so arcanists are for a lack of a better term they are your sort of quote unquote good wizards um, sure you know they they provide buffs to your troops um, yep. and they summon like enchanted weapons to battle and stuff like that where sorcerers are the opposite so they're like they use the they take from the like the darker aspects of um, of the arcana and they summon like black fog which blinds the enemies or they torment the enemy troops with like like visions of war and death and stuff like that so uh, that's cool um, so it's yeah it's low fantasy in, in in its yeah yeah style. it's not like out there there's no dragons or they're not like summoning nah. creatures or no nah, there's definitely definitely low fantasy yeah 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 that's that's a good way to put it out yeah yeah absolutely but um oh man and then like like it, in a lot, rank and flank games haven't really been a thing to me, but this uses something similar where it's like uses formations. So mm-hmm. like you can set up your troops in a formation, like a line formation, which will give your ranged troops like a bonus to their attack. And you and then you can set them your other troops up in like in columns, which give them a bonus to their defense. You know, mm. so there's a lot of tactics like that. Um, that is very cool. So, yeah, yeah. I could see you getting sucked right into this. Well, <laughs> you already have. You already I've already ordered miniatures. They're coming from the UK. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that yeah. dedication, dude. Yeah. So I ordered like a box like of like 10 or 12 or something like just like um, troops. Yeah. Um, and then I've ordered like some cavalry and a field gun. So going to have a little, cool. just a little force, you know. <laughs> do they? So do they have their own miniatures? They They don't at the moment. They've got... They've got someone that 3D prints like heads for your for your conversions, um, but that's all they've got at the moment. It's it's all very um, it's it's very new actually. It's only I think twenty twenty it came out. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you you get the rules from um, Blaster Magazine, which has got like which is in volume three. So that's got like um, you know Ash Barker from Gorilla Show. Gorilla, yep. gorilla miniature games or something he's yep. got like his gamma wolves game in there and there's a few other ones there's like another expansion for Gaslands and stuff like that in this magazine um, right and yeah yeah so it's about 20 bucks on uh drive through rpg um that's where i Brilliant. got it from anyway i think um or war game vault maybe one of them um yeah that's very cool yeah it does yeah it does look very cool. I just quickly hit up relicblade.com. Ah, oh, yes, yep. Which is, I guess, where you get it from. Might it oh. might have been, maybe. Relicblade.com slash sludge. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see. Blaster volume three. And that's, there's like a maybe little... that's where I got it from. One of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. you would have, because if you click the blaster volume three, it takes you through to drive through RPG. Oh yeah. 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 But like just yeah. some of the pictures uh, of the oh, game. Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's something something way cooler about this than like, yeah, 
<laughs> and the multi, so it's not, um, they're not big square multi bases. It's like, um, no, nah, around 40 mil bases for yeah. your standard troops, which is like 40 mil is a pretty small base. It is, you know, yeah, it's only one size up from like the this standard GW size now. It's like what Stormcast Eternals come on, you know, it's, it's yeah. like a massive base, and you got um, three dudes on those, yeah, yeah, three little dudes. Um, oh man, there's there's one cool thing with the initiative phase where like so like most games, you know, it's got alternate alternate activations, which is which is a good good thing. But you roll off for initiative. Yeah. If you score a tie, you roll off again, right? Now it's they, they call it momentum. It's like the momentum of battle, right? It never stops. It keeps going. So yeah. If you win that, if you win after a tie, you get to activate two units um, before your opponent. So that's like, cool. Yeah, yeah. So you, ties aren't good. <laughs> yeah, no. Unless you win them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is cool. And, and like you can voluntarily give um, initiatives to the opposition, where and that's called a respite. So you can um, remove some stress tokens off your troops. Um, it's kind of like everyone's taking a bit of a breather, you know. Yeah. Um, bit of a smokos, but um, yep. I'd like to know what would happen if like both players wanted to give initiative obviously it ends up in a roll off you know but like yeah um yeah. yeah so like check it out um yeah relic blade drive drive bg check out blaster like even you know for the sake of 20 25 bucks maybe australian by the time they exchange um or 30 bucks it, it like it's got six different games in that book um wow and, and sludge is one of them yeah so it's good wow that's very cool yeah, yeah. wow Hell yeah Hell yes. That's what I'll be doing for the next, well, as soon as I arrive for the next little while, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. That's something a bit different, you know. It's it's probably the most different game we've covered in a while. Maybe so. Burrows yeah. and Badgers. But, yeah. I mean, yep. yeah, that's, you know, that's high fantasy. That's not too out there. But this one's just like, yeah, feels feels a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool, Very man. Cool. Hell like yeah. It. Hell yeah. So Well, Slappers, dude. What's what's coming up? What's the, what's the last one? So this last one, because you like those alternate history games, uh, is called Zona Alpha. Mm. Now yeah. I, I couldn't sum this game up any better than they do themselves. So forgive me for copy pasting a paragraph of their own explanation of their game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but Zona Alpha is a set of simple, fast play skirmish rules for scavenging, exploring, and surviving. In the in a near future post apocalyptic Eastern European setting, yep. Players take on the roles of bandits, mercenaries, military units fighting over the blasted exclusion zones and its abandoned artifacts. Customize your fighters with a variety of weapons and specialisms to create your ideal warband. With extended rules for campaigns, character progression, terrain, and environmental hazards, Zona Alpha contains all the tools required to engage in blistering firefights within the exclusion zones. Nice. Yeah. So it's like, it's a sci-fi skirmish game, post-apocalyptic Eastern European, you know, it's not uh, a fresh uh, theme, so to speak. No, no. But it's got a very cool element of it where you're, you're, there's these, it's it's inspired by the way, well, no one knows if it's inspired by it, but it's <laughs> very similar to Stalker Anomaly, the game yep. Churchy covers on his YouTube channel, yep. um, which I've never played and I don't know much about outside of watching Churchy play it, but it's got that kind of vibe to it, um, yep. says most people when talking about it. Um, it has these cool exclusion zones that you 
that are basically these free-for-all areas that have been abandoned um, or just too hotly contested. No one controls them per se. Yeah. It's got abandoned artifacts and relics in there and you do these runs into these exclusion zones with your gang, with your crew to try and get scavenge loot and whatnot. So it's it's played on like a three by three. It recommends four by four, but yeah. it works really well on a three by three or four by four map. Nice. Uh, used as D10 and D6 dice for like nuanced stats, which is nice. I prefer that over just a flat D6 system. Yeah, yep. Um, you only need, like it's miniature agnostic, so you just need the rules, which you can get a PDF for. Um, it's a, uh, what do you call it? How do you, what's the word? It is a Osprey Publishing blue yes. book. Blue book, yep, yep. One of the blue books. Um, yep. So, you know, it's a concise rule set um like billion suns produced just as a rules and you do the right re- like you provide the rest yeah a couple of yep. dice get your own you only need a few tokens you do require some templates okay however they just by pure coincidence are the exact same size as the old seventh edition games workshop templates yeah i think they're like a three inch and a five inch or something like that anyway, yeah and so. then the flamer one yeah oh yeah 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 so I mean, those are gonna; those are everywhere on Etsy, oh, yeah. or well, people just yeah. have them. I think people Necromunda. Give them away now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like Necromunda has them as well. So, I think it people does. probably have them. Yeah. Um, it's a streamlined skirmish game with an insanely cool theme. But when I was looking into it; it didn't feel streamlined. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like the most robust seventy-four pages of a rule book you could you could hope for really okay so i think the rule book is 74 pages yeah yeah wow yeah so you know that that compares alongside most games i think yeah i think even um the big big rule book from 40k is 100 pages of law 100 pages of rules roughly yeah yeah um so for this to only be a handful of pages under with less art mm. um yeah, it it felt like there was a lot in there. It was it's super well written and super concise. Yeah. So it just does it just doesn't waste words. I think is the difference. Um, it doesn't have to have a whole heap of faction conflicts as well. Yeah. So I think yeah. that makes for a really, you it it feels like a really yeah robust game. So nice. It uses activations as like its main resource. So better yep. units have more activations. Uh, the team with the you know the more activations you have in theory the better yeah um you can perform just to give you an idea of how the game plays because the theme is it's kind of already been done like the style of the game isn't super new so no no i'll just run you briefly through some of the mechanics to get you an idea of how deep it is yeah um the actions your crew can perform are aim, attack, climb, inspect, jump, move, prep and throw grenade, rally, recover, reload, or use an item or artifact mm-hmm. or interact with an item. There's like med kits, um, which is a dope mechanic. There's pinning, different experience levels for your crew when you make them, rookies, yep. hardened, etc. Nice. You can play as military, scientists, bandits, independent, cultists, traders. There's heaps. Um they all have their own motivations for going into the exclusion zones, uh, but these factions are also allied and enemies with each other within okay. the rules. Yeah. So yeah. they got they got that old table that I feel like was also in a 40k book at some Seventh point where it's edition. like, yeah, 
Battle like, Brothers. Persons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you had to like compare it, like who could battle with who, and yep. yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> yeah, me too. For a second, yeah. So the, I mean, the basics of the game is you take your crew and do what's called zone runs. Yeah. Um, you go into a zone, fight some baddies, get some loot. Uh, you fight against zone hostiles like zombies, vermin, rabid dogs, large mutants. Um, they have basic AI compared to some other games, but in the zones, it, m- it makes sense because they're defending artifacts so they don't move far from there or relics or whatever. Yeah. They're, they want to stay near it, kill you, yeah. you know, so yeah. it doesn't feel like boring AI. It, it makes sense in the actual game itself. So I, I was drawn to this game because it's just one of those, like, yeah, there are a dime a dozen. It's like a, not Frostgrave. What's the sci-fi? Stargrave. Stargrave, yeah. There's some really great sci-fi skirmish games, but this one just had this cool, like, you go into this zone, you, you pick the difficulty of it, you can, it seems best played as a campaign. I kind of held it up along Parsecs and I was like, the tabletop experience of this game um, of Zona Alpha is far more rewarding than that of yep. Parsecs. It just doesn't have the supporting cast around outside the table. Yeah, you can progress yeah. and yeah. level up your dudes and do the next run, but the thematics of what happens outside of those zones relies upon you to create as opposed to Parsecs, which has that for you. Yeah, yeah. So I actually think this game is probably really awesome at adapting and playing alongside Parsecs as your okay. tabletop experience. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only downside there, I suppose, is it requires you knowing two different rule sets. Correct. Having Correct. to combine them. So if you've got the time and the patience, then yeah, have a go, have a sus. And um, like I I like the Parsec uh, law side of things more than the tabletop. In fact, I like that it's simple and just yeah. done. You yeah, know? yeah yeah and it's more about you building the story on the table but i could definitely see after playing 20 games you might have that little bit of craving for some a different yeah. more complex system something a bit deeper yeah and this yeah. feels like that or if not it just seems like a cool one shot yeah and like yeah. running into those exclusion zones with your eastern european post-apocalyptic gang that you've kitbashed or whatever yeah just feels like a cool um alternate history way of playing like the division you know when yeah, you go into yeah. those dark zones that's right yeah that's, dead that's zones what or whatever i was thinking called. of i just couldn't remember what the game was called yeah <laughs> yeah 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 that's the whole thing you know you go into this yeah this un like this yeah uncontrolled area kill a bunch of dudes get some loot and try and get out so, yeah that's cool yeah, if the game like I, I haven't done the game justice it's actually it's actually very cool that the, the theme yeah. is a lot cooler and more nuanced than i've I've made it out to be, but yeah. you know, because the theme is quite done, they have carved themselves out as a unique game considering yeah. how saturated that yeah. particular gaming style is. So go suss it out. Like who was Ash from? Yeah. Gorilla, Gorilla miniature games. I think it's called. He's got BMG. a breakdown of the rules, yeah. couple of playthroughs review, hit it up. Yeah. Cause you know, that that'll, and then you go buy the, the book and you're done. Yeah. Yeah, just go get your own models and whatnot. So yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I've I've actually I've I've eyed that off a couple of times, but um, never. Not so unfamiliar. Well, 
Unfortunately not. I'm going to have to rename Digi-Nom the episode. Digi-Nom whatever that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> when it was, yeah, exactly. When it was like alternate history, sci-fi, Eastern European survival, I was like, yeah. Shane's probably already told me about this, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> and an Osprey blue book, you know, ticked yeah. all your boxes. So, I thought maybe you wrote it, but... <laughs> 74 pages i was like he hasn't had the time for that no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah man yeah. i'm curious i want to peek at it a bit more it it uh it made me more curious than i thought i would be for a, another sci-fi skirmish game yeah so yeah. i'll suss it out but yeah yeah hell yeah now please tell me you've got another tasty morsel for me because i need I do. it i've got one sludge was so good but i just want some <laughs> sweet dessert <laughs> Well, get ready for it because I think this one might be right up your alley. Oh. Um, it's called Drowned Earth. Okay. It is a skirmish game. Uh, so Love for it. two players. You have crews between five and 15 models. It uses 35 scale miniatures, which I thought was uh, interesting. Hmm. I mean, we don't see very often. It's generally just uh, 28. Yeah. Um, but I guess 35 is probably 28 heroic. So yeah. it's probably no different. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is set in the continent of Eulaia. Once a continent-spanning civilization brought to its knees by a fiery cataclysm, all that's left is ruined buildings and remnants of their incredible technology. Uh, they are known as the Builders, who had mastered DNA engineering, bringing life back to the dinosaurs and creating sensitive beings like elephants, gorillas, lizards, and more. So it's got dinosaurs. It has... Check. It has, um, yeah, genetically modified elephants and lizards and gorillas and, like... All those kind of animals, right? Excuse um, me. You heard. <laughs> it's set on a continent. So the world basically been flooded and, and the continent that you play on is is one big jungle. So with, with just ruined buildings and what was mountaintops are now sort of the only little bits of land. So um, it's, it uses some great like mechanics like swimming, which I don't think – I can't think of a game which has done that justice, you know? No so, way swimming swinging you can swing from like vines like tarzan um what uh, yeah um oh what else what else has it got i've i've written it down here uh swimming traps unstable areas and slippery ground destructible terrain so like it's got that that's all the advanced rules but the rules are free uh the basic rules are free on the drowndearth.com um you have to say pay. no more dude you have to pay for the rule book to get all the other spicy shit but um so yeah so basically the people that are alive today are descendants from the builders that have basically been thrown into a dark age and are now sort of getting to that point in civilization again where people are farming and making little communities and stuff like that and trading right so they've gotten past the dark age where everyone was just killing each other now they're now they're starting to come out of it but um there's ancient technology left behind from the builders, which is what you battle for. Um, so like relics and, and things like that. Um, great factions. First one, the artifactors. So they, uh, they're they basically treasure hunters, grave robbers, uh, scavengers, kind of like that. Um, yep. The firm, which are like organized criminals, like gangsters. That's um, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the militia, so they're volunteers that um, sort of defend their little um, little towns, little villages against the, the, the dangers of this continent. Um, the wayfarers, which are mercenaries. Uh, the bondsmen, which are basically bad mercenaries, so they're like bounty hunters, hide muscle kind of thing. 
Um, and finally, uh, the beasts. So you can play as the dinosaurs from Eulaya. That's so, sweet. Yeah. Um, uses a D10 system with a D5, which I thought was very unusual. So yeah. you have a D10 round. Ah, okay. Well, that makes sense. Like, like a D3, you know. But yep. um, I read that. I'm like, D5, okay. It's, it's interesting. Um, yeah. As, as soon as you said that, I was like, I've never seen a D5. <laughs> yeah. That's funky. But yeah, yeah. it makes sense yeah. if it's just a halved D10. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, alternating activations like all good games should have. Um a point system so like you build your crew with points it seems like the average crew out of the box is about 100 points um and uh uses uh in game it uses a, a nailed it system right so like you don't not only do you succeed but do you nail it you know? uh, that's and, cool and if you do nail it then you get a bonus so it's kind of like a crit so you can you can move further or you can do more damage with your weapon or if you're firing at a range that exceeds your weapon's range but if you nail it, you still you hit them, right? You know, yeah, like, that's cool. Um, yeah, so it uses still like that combat, like close combats, like a roll off kind of thing. Like so, you you know, you both players roll at the same time. Winner wins. Um, that's good. And then yeah, there's different <laughs> there's different <laughs> ways to like compare. So like cool. you know, like does one nail it? Does one not nail it? Like it's it's yeah, it's all there. But um, so yeah. These sound like abstract. Is this like a? Do you kit bash these, or do they have their own no, models? Or? So they got their own models, man. So I'm pretty oh sure they have metal most of them. Um, it's all I've, I've from what I've found. Uh, it seems like the only place to get it from is the UK. Um, it's about the starter set was about eighty pounds. So what's that like? One hundred and fifty bucks Australian. Um, okay, which, is, which gets you like the rule book, faction, dice, tokens, all the all the stuff you need. Otherwise. Individual factions are about forty pounds, so like eighty bucks, you know. So that and that, and that comes like that's like your little army. So you'll get like you get one they call it tough, which is like a big guy, uh, and then you might get like four or so other little dudes. Um, cool. Yeah, they're they're very cool, man. The sculpts are cool. Like like I said, it's got like um, the one of them I can't remember which it is. The bondsman, maybe they're, they're tough. Is like a big elephant kind of dude. Um, there's like one of them, which I think is the militia. It's like a gorilla with like a minigun. <laughs> just like ah, uh, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so very it is cool. cool. It is very cool. Um, oh man, uh, Moose I'm... mentioned it in the Discord just recently, and I think MJ mentioned it uh, even even earlier. Um, that seems to be pretty standard. Those two, yeah. Just, oh yeah, <laughs> there are drug all dealers. Bad. Just yeah true <laughs> constantly hitting us with the new hey guys this is the pineapple uh the southeast <laughs> southeast asian pineapple express yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh that tastes good we'll have more of that that's it yeah that's it yeah but um yeah very cool i've been watching um yeah the gmg um battle battle reports on it just recently um and yeah it looks it looks very good very narrative as well you know so that's it's cool. all about yeah that story and, and scenarios too. In the rule book, it comes with a bunch of scenarios, which is I thought was kind of cool. Um, different missions you can do and stuff like that. But yeah, free rules. Like I think any game with free rules is worth having a look. Even yeah. if it's a dialed down like, like yeah, like a basic rule set, and then you can yeah. go play the event, like pay for the advanced game once you like you know you like it and you're into it. Yeah, yeah, that's a great system. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah you can like proxy everything. You can get the rules for free. And then just start playing it. And then if you like it, you get 
Like yeah. the free rules, you you miss out on a whole bunch of law. You miss out on like all this like all this other stuff, right? I was looking at it and like they basically just chopped it off at the bottom. So you get like eighty six pages in the free rule book, but the main rule book's got like a hundred and a hundred and forty or something like that. Like there's heaps of pages that you lose. Yeah. Um, but um yeah, yeah, definitely worth having having a look at, having a sus. Um it very terrain heavy as well. That they sort of they encourage having like good multi level sort of terrain. Um dense, like a jungle very dense. Yeah. Necromunda. Pretty much. Yeah. Like yeah. A, like so you've got like what's left of a of a skyscraper with a couple of levels just fully overgrown and, and the water, the swimming, the boats, like it's, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Some docks, maybe fishing yeah. village. Or oh, yeah, wonder where you can <laughs> find those. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Very cool. Yeah. Damn. So yeah. So that's. Uh, I lied. That's the di- most different game you've brought to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It it sounds like it's got this kind of arcadey kind of feel to it. You know. Yeah. You know what? Like I can kind of see that. Like thinking of what the miniatures look like. Um, I can definitely see that. Like the grill with the minigun is arcadey as you can get. Yeah. Uh, there's like a lizard with like a flamethrower. Um, yeah. It sounds. Yeah. I'm imagining Biomutant, which you might not know much about. Meats, which is like, which is like um, genetically engineered creatures living in a yeah a jungle that has relics of a forgotten world like skyscrapers and whatnot. Meets oh, yeah. the goofiness of Kung Fu Panda and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah with yeah. that nailed it system it just sounds yeah sounds yeah. dope sounds like oh, a bit of fun just imagine kung fu panda with like a rpg or something like that yeah 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 definitely <laughs> and dinosaurs <laughs> yeah dinosaurs i'm kind of like are they are they thrown in there kind of they kind of feel like they're just like what's this game lacking and then some dude's like dinosaurs, dinosaurs. Like, yeah you you're so right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but um but yeah, I don't know. It's kind of fun. Yeah, kind of it fun. sounds fun, man. I'm gonna suss yeah. it out. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's that. That's that's unfamiliar war games volume three or part three or episode three, whatever you want to call it. Um, how many? How many? So in theory, if we do two episodes each, oh, sorry, two games each mm-hmm. episode, that's four every episode. Yep. How many of our 12 games can you remember? Obviously, we've done tonight. Sludge, this, what's it called? <laughs> this, what's it called? <laughs> the Drowned Earth. The Drowned Earth. Yeah. Zona Alpha, Halo, Combat Evolved. I mean, Ground, <laughs> ground Combat. Yep. A Billion Suns. Yep. Burrows and Badges. Yep. We did Gaslands in the very first episode. That's right. I can't remember what else. <laughs> that's, Me neither. That's all I remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's another, know. what is it? There's another nine. <laughs> no, wait. No, nah, there's not. There's another, there's another five. There's another like five. Yeah. There's like oh, a whole yeah. episode worth we can't think of. <laughs> yeah, legit. And then so yeah. those, yeah. those are the games that stood out to me anyways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now we yeah. have to go back and listen. Unless someone can tell us in the comments, that would be great. <laughs> let us know. See if you get to it before we do. Um, yeah. And let us know if you've stumbled upon any of these because of our podcast or any tips for us to suss out on the next episode because this, this is, uh, I'd like this to be a more regular mainstay. Yeah, yeah. It's been a minute. I think we did it like early in the year, the last one. Yeah. So it's been a few I months. I want to say we're in the studio maybe. 
So that was yeah. at least a while ago. I think it was like March or something. Yep. Yeah. And maybe I'm, I'm finding with these games, we could almost just do one each because I oh, feel yeah. like I left so much off the table for both games. Same. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, was, that yep. was a lot of fun, dude. Thanks for bringing those. No worries, man. I'm glad to hear about your games as well. They were they were good. I'm getting on that Halo game. Better oh, man. It. Yeah, let's hit up the Goblin's Forge, print ourselves yeah. two small factions, and then we just start playing Halo, dude. That's it. Print, I'll print out all the stuff we need. Paint me some scorpion tanks and warthogs oh, yeah they're in there man yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh there's so much cool stuff big big oh, yeah. like super heavy type things Ooh, um nice. yeah it's gonna be sweet oh, just yeah. and like you can play it at any scale imagine just like hundreds of grunts <laughs> 12 ghosts some banshees yeah three wraiths just a mass battle oh, oh yeah yeah Hell you would yeah. have to put much detail like 15 millimeter grunts dude it's like yeah yeah tiny you know absolutely yeah just like the base colors on it's all you really need sneeze a little bit of contrast on there and they basically yeah. paint themselves <laughs> and then we can we can play that on release of halo infinite oh mm. <laughs> yes please Spicy. love it yeah all right guys well thanks for tuning in i hope you enjoyed and um yeah time to shout out our patrons always so we're, con- we're in a perpetual state of shouting out our patrons we are. I think I shout them out in dreams sometimes. I think you do. Do you miss any in dreams? Do you, like, do you wake up in a fever sweat like, oh, forgot Gritty? Yeah. <laughs> I don't shout oh, Gritty Oh, wait, that's out, Foxes. So. That's Foxes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, Fox forgot Gritty. It's all right. <laughs> Fox forgot Gritty in your dreams. I forget that. That's a nightmare, dude. <laughs> yeah, Ben. <laughs> so, as always, we couldn't do this without you guys. So, massive shout out to Burnsy, Whack, Final Dinosaur, Joey P, Lockie, MJ, Lethal, Moose, and Penny. Elko, Dave, Churchy, Rad, Oliver, Hawkers, Agro, gr- the aforementioned Gritty. Thank you all so much. Um, you're just legends. That the list yeah. of names is just straight homies. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. may not be straight. I don't know. But I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. And also our other homies, which Churchy puts up on the screen, probably before I'm saying this or after or not at yeah, all. one of those two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So other homies, thank you very much. We can't thank you all enough. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yep. And we'll- I'm going to uh, grab a Bev. Hell yeah. Do some beers and banner. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. People uh, listening to this will- have already heard beers and banter or at least it'll yep. already be released go suss it out mm-hmm. our beers and banter is like our chilled laid back vibe yeah. episode we still talk hobby uh yeah. it's just still it's chaotic there's bulk hobby yeah it's just a little bit ma- more chaotic and a little bit more unfiltered which mm. arguably is better so some would say <laughs> some would say some would say some would say some would say otherwise but some would say but we don't worry about them no. i've even got my star wars beer beer opener what do I you call it know. Beer bottle opener. <laughs> bottle opener, yeah. Only for bottles, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah bottle yeah. opener. Yeah. So I'm ready to go. So All I'll right. see you I'll see y'all in the past at Biz and Banter. <laughs> Time travel shit. Alright. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>